Welcome to Two Minds Today with your host, Charlene, authority in leadership development, and Hale, an expert community builder. The pod all about best practices to get you noticed and ahead in your professional life. Hello. Good afternoon, Charlene. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I am good. It's good to be back here. End of the week this time, but... I know. This, uh, this felt like a, a, a lot packed in. We I am going through religious holidays right now. It's like the season. Um, and um, so so there's just like a lot happening. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And it gets it gets a little bit crazy that back to school season and everything else going on. It's true. Yes. yes. Which actually I think led to the topic for today because it was on the forefront of our minds is balancing faith, identity, and work. And and really the conversation that Hala, you and I were having was do you bring your whole self to the workplace? So why don't why don't we start there? What does that even mean to you? Okay. Okay. Well I'll start with legally, right? Legally, <laughs> by law, employers are uh, are required to respect your whole self your cultural background, your religious background, your sexual identity, your, you know, your sexuality, whatever it is, the employer is required by law to respect it. But requirement by law is very different than the practical effect of when you're at work. So what does it, what does it mean? When you're at work, do you actually, you know, take advantage of these laws that are there to protect us? Do you actually say, hey, listen, it's my religious holiday. I know nobody else is taking a break, but I'm out of here, even though there's a big deal going on right now. Would you take off in that case, Charlene? Yeah, I think that at different ages and stages, I've probably made different um, uh, different choices. I feel like um, my hardest time was actually like through university, um, was I found that the most difficult time to just be like, goodbye. And, and I wonder if that really just comes from, uh, you know, there, there's like power dynamics involved. And I wonder how much all of this is stemming from our uncertainty with like, being and living in a world where we're not sure how people are going to respond. And just this, you know, last week I had a conversation with my son about you had hockey practice and it was like not during services, but it was still on a religious day. And what were we going to do? And, you know, I know he was really nervous for me to email the coach and be like, Hey, you know, this just, just like sometimes that, and this is like, to me, the saddest part that, that this should, the saddest part is that this is even a question, right? Like, yeah, we should all, and I'm going to respect your holidays. You're going to respect my holidays. You're going to respect my identity and, and I'll respect your identity and all of these things that, that come with it. And we don't live in a world where we're like, Oh no, what are they going to say? Cause of X, Y, or Z. Now, of course I emailed the coach and the coach was like, great. Thanks for letting me know. Like literally zero problems, but we build it up in our head to be like, how, how many people am I letting down? I think that's true. And I think that um, it has a lot to do with our confidence and our sense mm -hmm. of self. And in America, I do think that a lot of people's identity is wrapped into the profession that they have. And I think part of this becomes a struggle between what is your identity? Is your identity this new professional identity that you're creating through your career? Or is your identity the cultural, religious, sexual, heritage, background, whatever it is that you have? 
Um, I actually think that like your, your coach, like your hockey coach was, most people are respectful. If you say, this is my religious holiday, I can't come. I have yet to meet an employer or anybody say no to that or have a problem with it. The only time in my experience there is a problem with it is if you don't do your work, if you, you know, if you've had a lot of other days off, right, then it becomes a problem. But if you're setting up your fellow employer, you know, your your colleagues, and you've done all your work, you've set everybody up, you're not taking off every other day. I don't believe that anybody really has a problem with it. They have a certain amount of respect if you know who you are and you stand your ground. And I I think you jumped into exactly what the the second topic is. It's communication and preparedness, which you and I have talked about uh, probably a dozen times, right? And this is like similar to when you're going away on vacation. How are you setting people up for success? And, you know, for for an example of Archer and Ice Time, like, okay, so he lost that Ice Time. Where is he making it up? Um, For us at work, okay, you know you're going to be absent um, that day. How do you, and I'm not saying you have to, like, take on a different eight hours a different day. I think it's just how are you communicating? Because I I think, like, I I just want to live in a world where, like, I, you know, okay, so I, Monday is a holiday, so I'm going to take off Monday, but you're going to take off three weeks from now for a different holiday. And we're just going to, that's just going to be it. Um, I know we touched upon this on the last podcast that we talked about. I do think a lot of this has to do with relationships because no matter how much you communicate effectively and you say something, you might as a person feel that you don't have um, the confidence to, or, you know, to, to be able to take off that time without being judged by it. And you were talking about these power dynamics. If you have a relationship with someone that's positive and good, that power dynamic differential kind of doesn't feel as strong and you know where it matters and where it doesn't. And if you don't have that collegial relationship, not just like effective communication, but right. something where you feel comfortable and confident with your boss, with your coworkers, with your colleagues, then it doesn't become as big of an issue. I actually love what you just said. And I, and I think it should be our third point, which is confidence, because I, I just wonder how much of all of the questions surround confidence. Like maybe what are some ideas we can give people to gain that confidence when, when it's missing? And, and this is about bringing any part of yourself to work. Um, because I, I really feel we live whole lives and it's not like we can be like, okay, this very serious thing happened to me and now I'm turning it off. And I, I think there was decades where that was the case, but I just don't mm-hmm. think in 2023, that's where we are. So how, how would you suggest someone gain confidence in this? I, on another day, we're going to talk about severance. Have you watched yeah. that? No, I <laughs> oh haven't. My gosh. Yeah, that, that's interesting. <laughs> we'll leave that for another time with respect to bringing your whole self or not. Okay, how do you gain confidence at work? Um, God bless people who naturally have it because they, there are people who naturally do. I think if you don't have confidence, make a friend who does have confidence at work. It doesn't necessarily have to be someone who is a mentor to you. It could be just somebody else who's filled with confidence because then when you say to them, oh my God, I'm really not sure about this. You're going to say, what are you talking about? You can do it. Go for it. It's not a big deal. A TikTok going around for a while of every introvert should have an extroverted buddy to like ask the store for help. Um, Yeah. So I, I love that. And and continuing along the theme of relationships, um, 
let's say you're trying to ask for a day off for a religious holiday. Um, and, and this is something you were really nervous about. Um, I know role-playing is like the most awkward thing on the world, but I think role-playing with another person is better than, I don't know if you're like up at night, like replaying it or even worse, replaying it after you already did it in your head 700 times. And so just, you know, write out a little script for yourself, find someone to go over it with and, and, then, you know, state it confidently. And, and I think there's also something to be said for um, by taking the days we need, we are going to do a better job on the days we are there. Because otherwise people, and, and if you're a supervisor or someone, um, your employee will just end up being resentful of you, right? I, They're just going to say right. like, forget it, I'll find somewhere else. I agree with you. And being a fan of technology when it can be good for you, I Look, I think you can also role play with Siri and role play with ChatGPT. You know, you know what I do with ChatGPT? I like ask it to ask me questions. Where I'm like, if I'm like, I'm like, I'm thinking about this problem. What questions should I ask? One hundred percent, right? And as always, by the way, folks, do it in as advanced time as possible. Like, if you want to, you know, if you want to take off on Monday, please don't go asking on Friday or Thursday. If you know it's a religious holiday that's coming, you could even say it at the very beginning of the year. Like, you know. These are the days yeah. that I'm going to be off because these are my religious holidays. I'm not going to be here. Put me on projects, you know, that aren't necessarily, yeah. you know, being highlighted at that time. Because if your employer knows those are the terms of the employment, then that's fine. And you can also say, hey, listen, in return, since I'm taking this holiday, but I don't do the other one, I'll come in on Thanksgiving. I'll yeah. come in on I used Christmas, to work every Christmas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in those cases, a lot of times employees end up valuing you and appreciating the fact yeah. that you're putting in time where they don't need to worry about when they take off. I would say my last thing is consistency and transparency. Like it's not going to work if you've been at a company for five years and this is oh, all of a sudden in the first year, if you have become more religious or you have become, you know, if your identity has changed in any way, then that's a conversation with your supervisors of, hey, I know I've been here four years. Um, I, this is like just letting you know in my personal life, I'm starting to practice X, Y, and Z. Um, is it possible, you know, I'd like to now make these accommodations. Um, but but so just really like that transparency if this is the first time you're doing it. Um, because I, I really think people appreciate a, a journey of any kind and being um, in the loop of it and, and knowing like, okay, this is where my employees are at. And that's great. And I want to support that. Cause I, I think at the end of the day, people do actually want to support you. Um, yeah, I think so. I think so. Maybe, maybe not. All right. So we're going to summarize this. And make it not, you're probably time. in a toxic workplace and we can talk about that a different time. That's right. We can talk about bringing your whole self or not to work on another day completely, but with respect to religious holidays and taking it, you know, and taking off again, communication, communication, communication is key. Try and do it ahead of time. If you can, um, set your colleagues up as we've talked about before and confidence. How do you gain that confidence? Role play, great idea that Charlene gave. Find yourself a buddy. You know, every non-confident person should have a confident friend. Yes. All right. Thanks, everyone. And we will see you next time. We hope you found our discussion informative and thought-provoking. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date on the latest insights in the industry. And remember to share this episode with colleagues and friends who will find it helpful. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, folks.